You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things happening in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome in to the Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Nathan Long. I'm joined by Jordan Dove and Tyler Viso. How are you doing today, gentlemen? Pleasant. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, on most podcasts, we're usually talking about something fun. We're doing rankings. We're talking about LSU baseball. Sadly, this week we have to talk about something awful, and you know it's not fun to talk about it, but we kind of have to. Um, so, obviously, I'm talking about the Les Miles and Title IX thing, and we're going to start with Les Miles. I think there's a little less to say about him, and um, it's frankly a little less interesting to me because this is all like week old news now. The Title IX stuff is pretty new. Uh, so last week we learned about Les Miles allegedly being a sex pest during his time at LSU. He allegedly kissed students, tried to be alone with students, and he attempted to sexualize the staff of students working for LSU football team in 2012, allegedly demanding he wanted, quote, blondes with big boobs, quote, and, quote, pretty girls, unquote. And we also found out that former AD Joe Oliva wanted to fire Les Miles in 2013, but that did not happen. Uh, How were we so wrong about the, quote, unquote, family man in Les Miles, Tyler? Um, I don't know. I think that the big thing about it was just that you had to really USA today had to come out with all of this stuff for it. And the fact that LSU kept it under wraps is a pretty, pretty big deal overall. And I think that I don't even know if the people are wrong. I think that the, the university and the athletic department as a whole is wrong because what they did. Mm. Jordan, we, I mean, we, as we, as fans of, of LSU football, I know we only, judge a judge a man by what we see right it's like how much of his personal life do we actually see all we see is him on the field on saturdays his you know his post-game press conferences and and maybe uh i don't know maybe an interview during the week that's all we see but in terms of his personal life it's just something we never truly see we only judge players coaches you know by you know how we see them act on the field you know and, and maybe a few interviews here and there so you know it, it it's completely unpredictable for for anyone yeah, you don't you don't truly know a person, um, just Correct. from what they put. You know the, the mask they wear in public. You don't know how they really are. And look, there's a good chance you know Les Miles was you know this family man, but you know what's the the phrase? Power tends to corrupt. Absolute power uh, corrupts. Uh, I can't remember the full phrase, but essentially, yeah, he gets more powerful. He becomes more popular. He thinks he can get away with more, and you know he does become you know a, a, an alleged sex pest. Um, uh, how long does this have to happen before LSU actually have to make changes? Obviously, we saw this with the Drake, da- Drake Davis case, Darius Kai's case. How long until this actually changes, Tyler? I think that we're in the step in the right direction because the USA Today article coming out about it is a big deal, and you know the whole thing with Kansas parting with, mutually parting ways with them. I think that this is a step in the right direction. I think that overall. What's happening is the right thing to do. You can't change the past, so you have to deal. You have to, you know, deal with the repercussions of what happened and the consequences. But it's definitely a step in the right direction. I think if there's ever a turning point, quote unquote, you know, it it probably be right now. Now is the time where it's today. It's going to be the turning point because you have an article like this, similar to what we had last semester, where it's being released to the, you know, the national public, and now the school is being put on the spot. Mm-hmm. So. If there is ever a a step, you know, towards, you know, being less and less tolerant of activities like this, if you want to say, 
it's probably right now, but we'll see in the in the months to come. Did uh do y'all agree Kansas made the right move by moving on from Les Miles? One hundred percent, yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. It it shows that even though so far as we know, nothing was done at, at you know, KU, they're still not gonna tolerate with past behavior. Yeah. Yeah, as far as we know he didn't do anything at KU, but you know, it's hard to quit cold turkey. That's all I'll say. Wouldn't shock me if he did this stuff at KU as well. Um, but I think I think Kansas made the right move to move on from him. Um, we mentioned earlier that Joe Oliva, former AD of LSU, suggested that they move on from Les Miles, but that did not happen. You know, Joe Oliva is famous for that Duke lacrosse case where he was the AD at lacrosse when. Uh, the Duke lacrosse team was accused of, uh, I think it was rape, and they were found innocent, and he mishandled that situation grossly. So with that, do you think there was a boy crying wolf effect with Joe Oliva in the LSU offices? Do you think, well, you know, you've messed up a program before, um, he's just trying to do it again? I would be shocked if that's the answer. I think that if you... If you hired that guy knowing his track record and then didn't believe him when he's your athletic director, he's the guy. He makes the hires. He does all this stuff. If you didn't trust him, why did you hire him? And the Duke lacrosse scandal was handled super poorly. And the fact that LSU hired him still is kind of a weird scenario, I still can't believe they did that. I agree. So if you hired the guy and you didn't trust him, why didn't you fire him before all of this? So, and the, the thing about it that shocks me the most is most LSU fans will probably agree with me when they didn't like Joe Oliva. I didn't like Joe Oliva. Nope. Probably you didn't like Joe Oliva. Neither did you, Jordan. And he did all this stuff, and he was actually doing the right thing, but nobody believed him, which is shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Jordan? Yeah, I, I, I can't add much more to it, but unfortunately that's probably the, the case we're looking at is, you know, they see some of his, you know, uh, past issues and everything, and you know, unfortunately, no one's going to believe him and everything. But, you know, the other then thing... Then why hire him? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Why, you know, that's true. Mm-hmm. But another thing, the biggest thing to me is, like, unfortunately, what we see with, like, these athletic departments and everything is they're not going to get rid of a guy because, you know, the because of team success. They put that above, like, anything else. And that's the most unfortunate part of this entire thing. Oh, yeah. They think that winning solves everything. Exactly. And yeah, that's not the case. If Miles was bad, he would have been fired at that yeah. point. Oh, yeah. The, instantly. The, yeah. the better you're... And like, not even bad. If he was just mediocre. If they're going six and six. And gone. LSU fans yeah. are fed up with it. Yeah, and they gone. just... Yeah. No, exactly. you're exactly right, Jordan. Just the fact that all of that happened, just, it doesn't make Heck, sense. Heck, LSU might be the one to publish this and say, look, this is why we fired him. Mm-hmm. Look at the stuff he did. But the since bet. he was a winning coach... Yeah, they think that winning solves everything, and that's that's definitely not the case. Mm -hmm. Do you all want to mention anything else about Les Miles at all? It's still just kind of a shock. Yeah, I mean, we said it on the Sunday show a lot. I mean, this guy was a hero for me growing up. He was the LSU coach for most of my, you know, sports, paying attention to sports life. And you got to meet him personally, didn't you? I did get to meet him once. I had a conversation with him, and Mm -hmm. he seemed like a nice gentleman, but, you know, never meet your heroes. You don't know who these people really are. Uh, in their private lives. You only know what the, the masks they wear in the public lives. Mm-hmm. The only, the last thing I'm going to add is just kind of an interesting fact for you. I'll see if you, you guys know it. So now there are only five active coaches who have won a national yeah. championship. Four of them coached at LSU. Yep, the only one that didn't was Dabo. Yep. Mm. Yeah. I just think that's a crazy fact that's for you. LSU breeds, LSU breeds that apparently. Thought Coach it was interesting. You. It's a weird scenario where Joe Oliva's the hero. 
I feel uh, like I feel like we're living in the uh, the wrong timeline here. <laughs> frustrating a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll move on to the, the, the more of the specific Title IX issues. Uh, a report released this week by Hush Blackwell, I hope that's how it's pronounced, mm-hmm. uh, revealed institutional failure when it came to their handling of Title IX issues. Title IX process was revealed to be muddled and confusing as if it was purposely designed, quote, to put victims in a position to give up, unquote. Um, who is most responsible for the failures of this Title IX office? Is it spread across people? Is there one specific person you want to point out, Tyler? There are tons of people to, I'm not going to say blame, but there are tons of people at fault here because I'll tell you a couple of things that I had read when I was doing some research on this, that most of the people during this didn't know who the Title IX coordinator was. They And then all of these things came out of LSU's just overall negligence of Title IX acting like it wasn't real and just not paying attention to the real facts at hand of what was happening on their campus. And I think that overall, they just, there's a lot of people to blame kind of. I don't think you could really pin it on one person. It's hard to pay. It's hard to pin it on one person mm-hmm. in my, in reality. Jordan, there, there's not really a specific person you can point to. It's more of like a, uh, a group, um, miscommunication, just, you know, everyone everyone thinks one thing and um, or they're told to do something. And so I, I don't know if it's one specific person, but rather like the athletic department, the school as a whole, unfortunately. Yeah, um, I agree. I think it has a lot to do with a bunch of people. I do. I do want to point out of King Alexander, especially how he's acted since the all of this broke. I never liked him as oh, president. So, same. you know, it makes it easier for me to dogpile on him, but he grossly mishandled this situation. He really did. And then he tried to backtrack mm-hmm. and say that he he wished he would have done something like sooner and came down on him stronger and all of this stuff, but why didn't you do it? Yeah, exactly. that's the question that's gonna be the question of the day is why didn't you knew about it? Why didn't you stop it? And I guess that's kind of the main question you would ask anybody in the athletic department today. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on F. King? You agree with my assessment? It's a good point. I mean, yeah, basically head of everything. Look, so the, you know, Buck's got to stop somewhere, right? And you know, he's the you're boss right. man. He's in charge. That's like, it. That's head honcho. If you're if you're working a job and your department fails at something, even if you had nothing to do with the failure, it's your fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're the captain. You go down with the sinking ship. Mm-hmm. If a if a you know sport we're a sports podcast. A football team has twenty injuries to key players, but they go two and two and fourteen, one and fifteen. Still at the fault of the coach there. It's still, still going to be blamed gonna fire on you. him, and they're, they're going to fire him. Yeah. Exactly. No, you're exactly correct. And just the overall negligence of it is kind of him saying he's sorry. I don't buy that sorry. I'm sorry. No. Like, uh, not my bad if I you're genuinely sorry, but I don't buy that from him. No. I, I And I'm a little shocked Oregon State is backing him. I thought they would have gone the Kansas route and moved on from it because it's not like F King's very F King Alexander is very good at his job anyway. Yeah, you think he's a great president? Yeah, clearly we were not. Students here, we know. We were <laughs> begging for him to leave when he when he left. There were literally people celebrating in the streets. <laughs> so, I'm I'm a little shocked that they are backing him. Um, well, in response to the report, LSU said they will expand their understaffed Title IX office, change the procedures for the better, and will be more accountable. LSU interim president Thomas Galligan said, quote, the most important thing I think, and that is going to take time, is culture. The culture has to be, we do not accept domestic and sexual violence at LSU. That is not who we are. I love this institution, and I love it mostly because of its people, and we failed our people in this regard. So we have to make changes to the culture, end quote. 
do you believe him? Will they actually make changes? Yes, I do. Also, hats off to Tom Galligan. I think he's actually doing... I think he's done a he's, good job. As an interim. He's still the interim. We still don't have a real president. Why is he still here? Dude, I leave. No Go anywhere funny? else. <laughs> I think that he... Now, the problem with it that I have with that whole thing is that, yeah, you're like he's going to make changes, but overall, just kind of like, why didn't you make changes before kind of thing. Like, it's one of those mm-hmm. things where you kind of just... You saw it, but you didn't really do anything till the report came out. I'm glad you're making changes, but it took a real kick in the behind to kind of mm-hmm. be like, well, now we're here. We're going to make all these changes now. Better late than never. Mm-hmm. Jordan? Yeah, I mean, there weren't any changes made in the past because they thought they were keeping under wraps. And you know, as long as they, it didn't come out, then you know, no mm-hmm. one's going to know. But now, you know, it's kind of like we were talking about earlier. Like, when will we see change? You know, maybe this is the turning point. So now that the reports are out and everything, I think that, you know, may, I believe him. Oh, yeah, I believe him. Yeah, I believe him. I think he's done a solid job during this um, this fiasco. Um, you know, a lot of this isn't his fault. So, I mean, some of it is, for sure. But I think he's done a good job kind of writing the ship for LSU. And, yeah, he's probably making some empty promises. That's just how universities are run. Mm-hmm. Sadly, yes, yeah, sadly. Right. But I, I have faith in them making the right choices. Maybe not to the full extent they should. But at least being better than literally nothing. <laughs> My main thing that I think I want to see happen right now is that, okay, you're under the microscope. Mm-hmm. Everybody's watching LSU right now to see what they do. But what happens when we're not under the microscope anymore? Do you keep on going yeah. with what you're doing or do you just revert back to your old ways? That'll be the main question I think people are going to look at in the next 10, 15 years. When, when no one's watching, are you doing the right thing? Yeah, you know, exactly. Like I went to Catholic school growing up and there was a story about uh you know the person who donates without being seen uh they're the, they're the ones who go to heaven so same thing like if you do this without the watchful eye of the country okay then you're doing the right thing that's what i want to see just if you're not under the microscope and it not and usa today is not on your back hounding you mm-hmm. or you do still doing the right thing in 10 to 15 years that's what i want to know yeah need more accountability do you think they will be that way do you think they will be more uh or will they do the right thing when they're not being watched that's the biggest question i have i really don't know <laughs> i don't know either. i don't know i'm i'm that's just that stumps me i i hope and that's all i can do i have i have faith in them to make the right decisions i just don't know if it's gonna happen jordan right now um yes <laughs> 10 to 15 years no i think i think the same thing happens again unfortunately you know I'd, once everything dies down yeah uh, yeah old habits will come back and I, look, I know, you know, LSU is being singled out rightly, but I mean, this is probably happening you know, on so many college campuses. Mm-hmm. Probably so. Yeah. And I, I think that that's a, that's a real tough pill to swallow that you, that you think that your, your hands are clean and LSU, they, yeah, you can laugh at them and you can say, oh, they did all this mm-hmm. stuff wrong, but it's a, it's a real problem in this world that this kind of stuff happens. And mm-hmm. I think that LSU doing all this stuff is a really good sign and I, I think they can do it. I just, I mean, 10 to 15 years from now is where it worries me is, do you fix your problems for that's real? A, right. That's a low bar. I think they can follow the law. <laughs> it, it's kind of scary, but, Yeah, you know, I think you can do the right thing. That's, you can't just put a Band-Aid on the broken dam, you know? You got to patch up the wall with cement, you know? It's like that. Well, in response to this, uh, this report, LSU suspended assistant AD uh, Verge Osbury 30 days without pay after he mishandled the Drake Davis case. 
uh, according to the Hush Blackwell report, and suspended assistant AD Miriam Seeger 21 days without pay after she botched the Darius Sky situation, according to the Hush Blackwell report. Jordan, you said you were familiar with the Osbury situation a little bit. You did a lot of research on it. Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit, say anything you know, that stood out to you when you were looking over that case? Yeah, of course. I can, I can restart from the beginning again. So basically, we had this situation where uh, Drake Davis um, apparently abused or allegedly abused a um, a female student um, when she went to Asbury, who was the deputy, deputy AD at the time. He directed her to um, Associate AD Miriam Seeger, who you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason this was done, the reason she went to the AD instead of like a Title IX coordinator is because Joe Oliva said that all reports of sexual misconduct were to go to Seeger or the athletic department's um, human resources manager. That's weird. Very weird. That is right? That just reeks of, I want to cover this up. Oh, that does. Yeah, that's bad. Right? I didn't know that. Wow. And of course, it's going to be done when, you know, it's it's involving an athlete, right? Especially mm-hmm. one like Drake Davis. So, she goes, you know, this this breaks out and, um, you know, it gets to Seeger. Once she, you know, acknowledges the situation to LSU's Title IX um, coordinator, she never returns the, the student's phone call. Wow. And this story broke, I think, a day ago. And so, you know, that you got all that you know, happening and everything. Um, so Asbury and Lewis were found guilty, you know, together or responsible by the Title IX investigators of not reporting the allegations. Um, but they still haven't been disciplined by the university until now, I guess. Yeah, 30 you know, and days and 21 days without pay. So that's good. Um, but you still think, like, they knew this was going on and Sharon Lewis was promoted from assistant AD to associate AD in August. And still head of football recruiting. Meanwhile, Asbury got promoted to executive uh, deputy AD. I mean, they knew this was going on. They still get these promotions. Mm-hmm. Very, very fishy. Yeah, that's... But, oh, for sure. That's pretty bad. You know, now, you know, I just heard it from you, now something's being done. Well, you know, you know but, with with these these punishments for specifically Osbury and, and Seeger, you know, 30 days for Osbury, 21 days for Seeger, is that enough? Is, is that really a punishment... Ask. Yeah, is that punishment really? I was expecting enough? more, like mm-hmm. removing them completely. <laughs> oh, go sit yeah, at home for thirty days and then and come back to your high paying oh, yeah. job after a thirty yeah. day vacation. Wow, that's, that's what everybody. Learned. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody's so up in arms about, though, is because they don't really buy that that's a good punishment for the accusations at hand. I mean, all that stuff that happened. Do you do you think that's that fits? And I don't buy that. I mm-hmm. mean. After all the stuff that's happened, I mean, you really can't buy that Verge, Osbury, and Miriam Seeger didn't cover up more, but the one thing leaked out... Oh, there's out, way more we have no idea about. This guaranteed. is still pretty early. Yeah. We're still... Po- this podcast right now is still pretty early to what probably could happen in a week or two, because mm-hmm. there's still a lot of stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. Jordan, are those punishments enough? No, absolutely not. It's like I was saying, you know, I, I was... I was thinking more of like removing them completely. Yeah, their positions. Um, I don't know how they're they're still employed here. I, I don't know either. Um, I, maybe in the next week they'll 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 change the punishment to you know removing the. I I really don't know. That's that's very minor. <laughs> yeah, I mean this. That's not even close to enough for the stuff they did, the trauma they they allowed to occur to these women. It's just absolutely terrible, and you know. 
it's not a very brave statement, but Drake Davis is the absolute worst. He is the worst. Um, now, we, we talked about that these, there are changing. It's being done. Would these actually happen without the USA Today report? Would they have ever happened? No. No. Yeah, me neither. I, 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 I would have been shocked if they did because this, this is the kind of stuff where you need to be basically held out in front of the public and whipped uh, until you get the message. Um, and you know what? Thank the Lord for USA Today. For, for digging into this, and, you know, the advocate with the Les Miles stuff, digging into this awful, awful stuff. Yeah, and this stuff isn't—these stories aren't things that happened a year year two years ago. These are things that happened almost ten years ago, five mm-hmm. years ago. And, yeah. yeah, so I really don't think that they would have done anything without these articles coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree 100% with Jordan that— if the article didn't come out, they would have kept building and building and building on these lies and just covering it up. And it's the wrong thing to do. But without that article, nothing gets done. Justice was never served. Mm-hmm. And I, there was a there was a great quote by Caroline Schroeder, uh, LSU alumna who was sexually assaulted in 2018. Um, it was, quote, you are not here because of the goodness of your heart. You are here because a national newspaper published a story. Unquote. That is from the top rope. Good. Yeah, <laughs> that that's the finisher. Um, yeah, they would. They, this none of this would have ever been found out or talked about if not for the USA Today report. The Title IX office would be continued to be understaffed and underfunded. Um, so, th- thank God for USA Today. How embarrassing is it for this to happen at your university, especially when you're going here for this all to break? It's super embarrassing for the university and. F- I think that it's not as embarrassing for the students. I think it's more of a sigh of relief for the students because they point. they get to like actually have justice served to them. Like the Title IX department's actually getting stuff done and you can actually go through them and solve your issues. I think it's more of an embarrassment to the university. Mm-hmm. Jordan? that You know what, Tyler? That's a really good point. Yeah, I That's a really, really good point because, you, I mean, I was going to say, I was immediately going to say, well, you always have to say, oh, I went to school whenever the allegations broke out. But it's really like you get to always remember like I was there when they they did something about it and these things broke out and they, you know, kind of the turning point that we're talking about. So that's that's a really good point. Good way to look at it. You know, I am a little embarrassed that it happened to my school, right, that this stuff went on at my university. You know, I I come from a family. I have three younger sisters. All of them are athletes, Um, especially my middle sister, who is a star athlete, going to be probably doing this in college as well. And, you know, my family's filled with strong women. Um, basically, they're all the breadwinners in all the homes, which is uh, interesting. And um, so for this to happen specifically to, like, me, to see all this, or not to me, but to see this happen at my university is just kind of embarrassing for me. Um, but I agree with what Tyler said. It is definitely more embarrassing on the university than the students because the students are actually the ones who want stuff to happen, like actually want change to happen. Um, and, you know, we saw protests yesterday, I think it was, uh, about this. So hopefully we can actually start getting even more done. Yeah, they were all protesting overall because they are mad at football operations. And they were wanted Verge, Osbury, Miriam Seeger. And did they want Coach O fired? Did they ever talk I about stuff like that. that? Is that what they were okay. saying? Lo- Logan's saying yes. Tigers Against Sexual Assault is the, is the protest. Yeah, yeah, they were protesting outside for all of that, and I think that's a, that's a, that's a noble cause, mm-hmm. and I think that, that's going to be something that kind of grows over time. I think that's a big thing that's going to happen. You know, I'm, I, 
with less miles, I said I was shocked to see it, but I'm going to be completely honest. If something came out about Coach O, I'd probably believe it. Uh, I love the guy, but I definitely could see him doing he's some too, bad stuff. He's kind of football-minded and not, like, cause-minded. No. It's, it's, a, it's a tough thing to say, but he's a very football guy, and he doesn't, he doesn't really think about, you know, the main things. He's also uh, dating a girl who's, like, 18, so... That's you know, a, another point, though, Nathan, is like a lot of these allegations are coming out recently on like coaching staffs and or coaches, you know, for lack of a better term. But it's almost like it's it's not a surprise anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, dang, like it's just happening all, you know, they're finding evidence against all these guys. It keeps so happening to LSU. That's and a, every that's time a sad I'm like, part. Yeah. Every time it happens to LSU, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's that simple. Like, yeah, that probably happened. Right. And that's that's actually kind of, you know, says a lot about how this university has built a reputation. And it's not just LSU. There's universities across the country that are just not very good when it comes to Title IX, to following the law. You know, you can have your problems with Title IX, but, you know, it's still the law. Follow it. Um, do y'all have anything y'all want to add before we end this podcast? Anything y'all want to add about Title IX or Les Miles? Nothing. Let's hope this is the good. This is it, you know. Yeah. Let's hope. <laughs> yes, I have a couple things about the whole Coach O thing. I think one of the biggest things was so this is since Coach O took over, nine football players were reported for sexual misconduct, and only four of them were disciplined. Five which, of them got away with it. Which four were disciplined? I don't know which four. I know that four of them were disciplined, and the other five weren't. So they got away off. They got pretty much all scot free, and I think that. That's kind of a big thing for Coach O. If you're going to, like, even you can talk about Les Miles all you want, but it's it was still happening after he got fired. Yeah. So, yeah. in reality, that's kind of a big thing. So, I think I think if it comes out that he knew about everything and there's a 100% definite answer that he knew everything that happened and slid it under the rug, he should be fired. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, though. That, you know, if he has another good football year, because we expect, you know, as football to be better this year, and they don't have that proof, there's no way it happens. Yeah, just, I be, just, just because of, you know, they care about winning. We said that with Les Miles. But they're still releasing stuff, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're going to learn out, more. So. This is, this is, this this is going to keep expanding. Yeah. The only thing we know right now is that we don't know everything. <laughs> and I think that yeah. we got to find more information. And I think things are going to come out. And they're going to keep coming out for probably the next rest of this month, probably. And we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be gonna be a wild march i'll tell you that much i'd rather this be fixed than us like i'd rather this be fixed and it cost us you know a good football year because we lose our coach than the other way around i I just want this to be fixed you know yeah i I agree Mm -hmm. any final thoughts no i'm good that's it for me follow the law (laughs) that's that's kind of all i gotta say follow the law (laughs) and don't be sexist and sexually assault people moral of the story um, well, um, this was a productive podcast. This was probably the podcast that we've probably most ever agreed on. Cause like, I mean, th- there's a definite right and wrong in this situation. So if you, uh, if you, if you disagreed with any of this, that would have been a little alarming. Um, but, uh, for Jordan Duff, for Tyler Viso, for Nathan Long, this has been the Hodges Huddle.